this is uh, episode 10? 10? 10, I think, yeah. 10. The Raisin in the Hot Dog's in X. X. Because it doesn't look like what Apple does. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. It's You're like right. A, it's You're like right. we're branding like Apple. Because mm-hmm. we're just like Apple, really. <laughs> Thinking differently and... Innovative, designed in California, but made in China. No, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Everything except that last thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not like that in that way. <laughs> but it is like innovative and genius and like fantastic. Everybody wants it. Everybody wants it. What were we going to talk about? about? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know. But you know, oh, so we could get into what we want to talk about if, if you want. I had a thought. I know it's pretty dangerous territory. Well, yeah. Well, kind of. step on some toes today. But I hear, the husband tells me that Icelanders, they don't have sensitive toes. They're going to be like, yeah, it's all true. No, no feathers going to be ruffled? That's what he thinks. But who knows? We'll, we'll be, we'll, we'll be I'm gentle about leave. it. You know, because all the things we're going to talk about are all human things. It's not just specific to Icelanders. They just no. manifest in specific ways in Iceland. So the way we were sort of thinking about this conversation, well, obviously... You know, we haven't said it yet, but the thing we want to talk about today is Icelanders. Icelanders. And, like, the character of Icelanders. Ca- and what yeah. makes Icelanders Icelanders. The characters, their quirks, their, you know. Oh, idiosyncrasies. 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 That's a great word. It's a perfect word. Yes. Um. <laughs> but the thing is, so the, the way I was thinking about it. But the, tell, talk about the hashtag, because I think that was a good idea, too. Yeah, well, because I don't want people to take offense and think, you know, all Icelanders aren't like that. It's like, no. Humans are coming a variety of idiosyncrasies. Right. And we're just going to talk about some ones that we see a lot in Iceland. Mm-hmm. Not that every single Icelander is like that. Exactly. So hashtag, not all Icelanders. That's right. But a whole lot of them. But a whole lot of them. Dot, 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 but a whole <laughs> lot of them. Yeah. And is it a worthwhile conversation to have? I think so. I think so. I think it, especially for if you're a tourist or if you're a foreigner living here, sometimes you can feel a little crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel like moving culture, like change, moving into a new culture, acclimating to it, it feels a little bit like you're crazy, like you're losing your mind. Like you're being gaslighted. Like you're being gaslighted. You're like, is this just some really elaborate joke? Why is everybody <laughs> acting like this? I feel, it makes you feel crazy a little bit. Yeah. Not in a you know huge way, but just like little things. The little things that you take for granted as being quote-unquote normal mm-hmm. that are like suddenly flipped on their head, it makes you feel a little kooky. It pulls the rug out from underneath you in yeah. a really unusual way. It's like all the stop signs are suddenly blue. And everybody's like, what do you mean they're suddenly blue? They've always been blue. They've always been blue. And you're like, no, they haven't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Twilight Zone. <laughs> so that being said, shall we get into it? Yeah, we uh, we did sort of an interesting thing. We posted this question on some social media to get people's responses. Like, what about Icelanders? Yeah, because we're just two people, and That's our right. the observations of two people are you know nothing. And it went a number of different ways. Yeah. So we posted some questions on various Facebook groups for people living in Iceland, mm-hmm. and uh, got I some interesting that, responses. We got some interesting responses, and I think for a lot of people, it was a place to like blow off steam. Yeah. To kind of vent. To vent, because you can't do it all, like, all the time. Especially if you're married to an Icelander, and they're like, what are you <laughs> yeah. talking about? Well, perfect. <laughs> and it also, it's like a typical question, not so much now, but years ago, the Icelanders, like, the moment you touch your pinky toe on that black sand, so how do you like Iceland? They uh, would ask you. So how do you like Iceland? How do you like Iceland? And you're like, ah, I don't know what to say. At least I, I felt that way. Yeah. And so if you're maybe having not... A great experience of Iceland. You don't want to say that. You well, don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Because there's only one way to really answer that question. Yeah, it's going to like leave you unscathed. Yeah, it's be like it's fantastic. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. What an unusual place. You people are so unique and wonderful and progressive. <laughs> where where have I landed? What what is this paradise? Yeah, I mean yeah, that's true. They're all it, it is gorgeous. There are the people here are great people. No, but I feel like when people ask that question, that's a little they're like yeah, fishing it's like for fishing a for a compliment. Yeah. 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 But what, what were some of the, the responses that we got? Like, um, what, was the, what was something that, like, struck you? Well, I was, I felt a little bit like, okay, yeah, I'm not the only one who experiences, uh, like, I don't think there's really a word in Icelandic for, pardon me, excuse me, if you're, like, trying to move past somebody. There is. 
There is, but it's not used, is it? There's, it's usually just a hand and a little gentle shove. Yeah, I guess so. That's been my experience. <laughs> I mean, I think if it comes to it, you can like, you can tell someone like, I need, like, I want, I want to come through now. Yeah. Or like, excuse me. Yeah. Like Michael Mars. Mm-hmm. You know, those are things you can say that, and people will like, I think people respond to that pretty well. Right. But I'm saying Icelanders to you. I've always experienced Icelanders just a hand and uh-huh. then they're moving by, whether or not you move. Huh. I guess so. The thing that I experienced about, and this is something that came up a lot. Yeah. Was like, being a, yeah, Icelanders navigating space mm-hmm. and how that is different than the way Americans and ostensibly like other nationalities navigate space. And maybe yeah. it's something with like coming from such a small culture, like a small society mm-hmm. and maybe not having crowds a lot. I right. don't know. I don't know. I think that's what it is. Yeah. But I can't remember who it was, but there was someone on one of the on one of the, the pages that, that talked about like Icelanders not being able to like read the cues that people are giving about where they're trying to go. Yeah. Or like not being interested in like... Yeah, or not even paying attention. Yeah. Like just standing on a corner and then you stand there, like you walk up and they're still standing on the corner. Yeah. And you just kind of got to go through. Yeah. Because they were like, what? We're standing here. (laughs) Well, there's something about like, like I'm getting from A to B Mm -hmm. and... If there's a lot of people trying to get from their own personal A to their own personal B's, like, mm-hmm. we all have to sort of, like, work together yeah. to, like, all get ourselves there. Like, you know, like, when you're in a crowded subway station, you yeah. have to, like, be aware of, like, where other people are moving and how they're going so, like, everyone can get through it without knocking yeah. everyone over. Yeah. But here I feel like there's just more, like, let's try it and see what happens if we just, like, try to knock, knock everyone over. Yeah. And not that, like, people are violent with each other. No, they're not. It's just, uh, Icelanders don't mind touching each other. That's true. That's true. Like, they will stand very close to you. But I don't feel like everyone's ever, like, pulled me or, like, pushed no. me so much. It's just, like, their body's, like, right on top of mine mm-hmm. to the to the point where it's, like, I, I, I have to move right now. Yeah. No, I felt a gentle push. Yeah. I, that has happened to me. And I'm just like, oh, no. Don't touch me. I'm an American. Please don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you. Please don't touch me. <laughs> the only re- only place I've had people touch me is in America like that. It's if you're in a bar, if you're in a club and it's loud and you can't hear anything and there's somebody behind you and they like, like do a hand and you're like, oh, someone's coming through. Yeah. When like, there's no possible way yeah. you could know. Exactly. Or they've been standing there forever mm-hmm. trying to get your attention yeah. verbally. Yeah. Right and now. it's like a last ditch effort. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. And also the line thing, thinking of like getting point A to point B, if there's a group of people, they will not form a line. No. They will mill about and like just kind of jostle for for the lead position. It's we not really lead because it's not going to make a line happen. All right. It's just going to be a bunch of people. We went to the um, new food hall on Granti, which, by the way, everyone, you should go try. It's amazing. Okay, where's really this? Great. You know, Granti, the Granti neighborhood. Yeah. It's like the old harbor. Mm-hmm. So they opened up a new food hall, kind of like they did at Lemur. Yeah. But um, this one has like Korean tacos. Mm-hmm. They have like a chicken sandwich truck um anyway mom was gonna try to get fish and chips today when she was there yeah and she was standing there and she couldn't like get her order in yeah like icelanders would just like come up they and just like, kept standing going right in front of her go right in front of her it's like you gotta like really yeah fight a little bit to like make yourself heard mm-hmm. you know i know that we're saying this seems to be a product of <clears throat> just living in a very small place where there are not a lot of people but I think this is also a thing in uh, places where there are, like, lots and lots of people. Because I feel like I've heard people say the same thing about China. Mm, like, they're, yeah. like, people are just like, no, nope, you just got to get in there. We can get in. Because there are, like, billions of other people trying to do the same thing. Right. Well, if personal space in America is at a 10. Yeah. And it's at a 5 in Iceland. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's like zero <laughs> in China. You know what I mean? Which is crazy because the population density here is so much bigger than it is in America. Yeah. And in China, it's so small. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, maybe, yeah, maybe that has nothing to do with it whatsoever. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't either. But it's definitely something. And this is, this is, this is, I might get a little bit of trouble for saying this. Oh, God, Jonas, what are you going to say? Okay. Hashtag br- not all Icelanders. Okay, go. Okay, well, hashtag not all Americans. Okay. Ooh, ooh. Because my friends have accused me of this. Uh-huh. But sometimes I kind of get into it when I'm here. Yeah. Of, like... Being like 
kind of aggressive and bold in a crowd is mm-hmm. okay here. Uh-huh. Like, I would never do this when I, went, when I went to America, and I would never do this, like, around Americans. Right. But, like, if I'm with all Icelanders, uh-huh. I kind of get into, like, the, like, I'm going to get my order in, <laughs> motherfucker, <laughs> and you're going to get out of my way. It kind of, I feel like it brings it out in you, because you feel like, well, what? how else am I supposed to behave? How am yeah. I going to get it done if I don't just... I feel uninhibited, though. <laughs> it's a nice feeling. Do you know what I mean? Like... Jonas, thou art loose. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of like that, sometimes. and I and I, I've realized that when I go back to America, I I have to like I have to dial it back 100 yeah. percent because huh. it's not okay. Yeah, but I think once you're aware of it mm-hmm. and you can sort of like gauge it a little bit, mm-hmm. then it can be fun to like, <laughs> you know, like I'm not going to stand in line either. I'm not going to stand in line. I'm going to go right up to the front. And this person behind me can't do a damn oh, thing you're gonna about cut it. Line. I'm going to cut in line. Oh my god! Yeah. Have you have you gotten there yet? I haven't. Oh, I'm still. It still irritates the hell out of me. A couple of years ago, we were coming into Iceland, and a man, an old man, older Icelandic man. We were at passport control. Okay, passport control coming off the plane from America. Classic line situation. Supposed to be a line situation. <laughs> Everywhere else in the world is a goddamn line, but this is when they were. Um, I think they were still renovating like the area where they had pass have passport control right now. Uh, so it was just like, we were off the plane and then there was just like a guy in a booth and he was just standing there. And so people were kind of milling around, of course, because it was Iceland. And so we kind of get into a line type situation. There's this guy who like comes walking like past us and he like, like cuts in front of us. And I'm like, did he just cut in front of us? Was he a VIP? Apparently he thought so because he had his passport (laughs) out and he was just like, you know, just like ready. And he was like mumbling in Icelandic. And I, I did a very American thing. And I started loud talking him. I was like, did he just cut in front of us? <laughs> I said to my husband. And I was like, I bet he thinks, you know, that he can just do that. It's like, no, there's a line here. And this is passport control. This is not, you know, like a mall. Yeah. This is not, you know, McDonald's. And you can just walk up there. This isn't Orange Julius. It really is not. Or Joe the Juice. Uh, and, you know, he's... <laughs> And his wife was just kind of looking a little like, uh, and I'm like, oh my God. And I was like, I know he understands English. That's <laughs> what I said. <laughs> I was feeling so mad. I was like, dude, this is not the situation for you to just be like doing whatever the hell you want to. Because, oh, I'm in Iceland. I'm an Icelander. I have an Icelandic passport. Yeah. I was like, that's annoying. It is. Because even anywhere else in the goddamn world, people act right in passport fucking control. Because this is an international fucking border. I would never do it there. <laughs> and someone mentioned this on one of the Facebook pages. Yeah. They were talking about, like, at the end of a performance, mm. like, when the lights go up, it's a mad dash, fire for, in the building. For the door. Trample whoever you can, mm-hmm. get to the door. Yeah. And it used to make my blood boil. Yeah. But now? <laughs> You're shoving four-year-olds out of the way. I'm away. I need to get to the door. I'm going to get out the door. It's an emergency. Now, I kind of like relish it just a little bit. Because it's okay. You know what I mean? Like society says. Yeah, you can do that. You upgrade you. You are the VIP now. Yeah. And you do decide that you are VIP. I'm not there yet. I'm really not there yet. It's still like, ugh, gets my goat. I mean, I'm sure that if this keeps on happening and I keep on doing this, I will feel bad at some point because <laughs> it's not not how i was raised are you gonna feel the disapproving stare of a fellow american who's gonna loud talk me <laughs> who's gonna loud talk you <laughs> all passive aggressively but that's the thing when you're in iceland icelanders they don't say they don't bat an eye it's just like par for the course yeah and sometimes it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. like when the elevator doors open mm. and it is full of people <laughs> and, and they just step on it's like and no, people no, no. Try just to get on it's like no you gotta let people off guys yeah there's not going to be room for you unless everybody who's on the elevator That's how that works. gets off the elevator. Yeah. Similar to the, you know, New York City subway. You can't get onto the train until people get off, off the, the train. train. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a way we do this. Ugh, pet people mind too. But I don't know. I just feel like it's like Icelanders got it to work here. Like it's irritating to mm-hmm. outsiders, but Icelanders don't seem to be irritated. They by really it. aren't, which is surprising. It, someone mentioned this, and I, it was also, or is also a pet peeve of mine, the shopping cart situation in the grocery store. Oh, like pushing people gently with your shopping cart? Or not pushing people gently with your shopping cart, but stopping in the middle 
of the aisle, not over to the side. So oh, that, so others can't get by. So yeah, so yeah. people can't get by you. Like stopping right in the middle and then going over to what it is you want to get. So that and then other shopping carts can't move around you. Yeah. As opposed to moving your shopping cart to the side where you're looking at whatever the hell it is you're looking at. So that other people can pass by. But every single Icelander does it. I also like how if you ever go to a buffet <laughs> like everyone makes their own line. It's a little and just bottleneck. Goes through and the, oh, it's like bottleneck times ten <laughs> times bottleneck times infinity. It's like get your food, move on. Get your food and move on. That's how it works. No, but like we'll start down here. We'll go to the end. <laughs> then we'll come back to the middle because I can get in there and I can push someone out of the way and get my bread. You know what I mean? Yeah, just like the reaching over. Yeah. Just like oh, girl, just wait a second, and then go and then when you got your food. Move away from the, from table. the table. Yeah. Don't stand in front of all the food and have a conversation with 10 people. Yeah. Move away from the table. That way, everybody can get something to eat. There are a number of times, and I feel about this, like, about myself in general, mm-hmm. where I feel like I need to explain to everyone how to do this correctly, because <laughs> I know how to do it best. Yeah. No, I feel that way all the time. It's like, if the world were just run by me... Everything would be fine because clearly, you know, because I've got a down. I've got. I know everything. I got. But there's some basics like I know how to eat in a buffet. Uh huh. (laughs) I'm very good at it. Been doing it for years, very successfully. I think we might need to maybe import some English people to teach Icelanders how to line up, how to queue, as the Brits say it. Well, they don't. Um, they don't. They don't. I mean, lining up, absolutely not. That is a lost cause (laughs) entirely. Because why would I stand behind all these people when what I need is way up there? Yeah. So you, they have these number machines. Yeah. Here. Now, now they're everywhere. Number machines. Because they're like, we know how to solve this situation. Take a number. Which kind of surprises me because I don't know. It doesn't always seem like it's such a problem to the Icelanders. You know what I mean? Like the the whole like. Or maybe it secretly is. is. Yeah. People maybe it been is. Complaining. Because people don't complain here. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they they you know anonymously complain. Yeah. Maybe there have been some uh, some passive-aggressive actions. Yeah, maybe. And then they're like, okay, well, what do we do? We can't tell people they have to get in line because, you know, I don't know why you can't tell people to form a fucking line. But Well, that forms like a nice little segue mm-hmm. into what I wanted to talk about next. Oh, what was that? Inhibitions. Because I feel, I don't feel like Icelanders are uninhibited or inhibited, especially. Mm-hmm. I feel like their inhibitions are just completely different. Yeah. Than American inhibitions. Yeah. Like complaining. Yeah. <laughs> or expressing emotion. Again, hashtag not all Icelanders. Yeah. But complaining in general. Yeah. They, well, it's... It sort of seems like a sign of weakness here, maybe. Maybe. Well, I, I I think it might also come from not having necessarily uh, the means to rectify whatever it is you're complaining about. Like, you, uh, yeah, like you, what's the point? Yeah, you're going to complain it's about cold. Icelandic weather? What's that going to do for you? Yeah. This yeah, is yeah. the way it fucking is. Yeah. Are you going to complain about having fish balls again? Yeah. Well, that's all there is to eat. You're having that's fish right. balls. Shut the you fuck can up. have fish balls or you can have those ram testicles. Exactly. Over there. You choose. <laughs> so I think it might come from that. From yeah. Just like, you know, that's just the way it fucking is. Right. But mm-hmm. um, as an American, I was raised to complain loudly and often. Yeah. <laughs> with a great well, sense of entitlement. Yeah, I don't, well, I wasn't raised so much that way, just because, if you don't know, I'm a black woman from Texas, so, you know, our complaining isn't necessarily going to do anything. It's going to seem, oh, angry black woman, that's what's going to happen. Mm. Uh, yeah, what wh- wh- white guy from Texas is <laughs> full of entitlement. <laughs> you complain, shit gets done. <laughs> I like to keep, you know, a white man in my back pocket at all times. <laughs> Just in case I need to get some shit done. It's like, well, I got a white man here and he says, and then suddenly people start doing shit. That's right. Jump to action. You know, I've seen it happen. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Really? But anyway, I digress. Um, but, 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 do you, but do you feel good about complaining here? Um, I'm not a, am I a big complainer here? I don't know if I've been in a situation where I've needed to complain. If anything, the husband will do it. <laughs> I feel like I. I mean, I feel like my com- my complaining is met with like mm-hmm. with open ears here. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Like what kind of complaining? Like what's what kind of context are we talking about? Just like well, I don't want to go into too many details, but okay. like in certain situations where you might be employed someplace and mm-hmm. you don't like something. <laughs> 
Like, if you just bring up the fact that, like, maybe your chair isn't the best chair in the whole world. <laughs> just point it out. Yeah. It just, like, gets taken care of really quickly. Uh-huh. Because people are like, oh, I didn't notice. Yeah. There oh. seems to be a, a lot of, not that Icelanders are oblivious, but sometimes when I do say something, it's like, oh, huh. Like, I never How thought of that. that? And you're just like, really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not a big complainer in general, though, I don't think. Well, we talked about this a little bit in, I think, the very first episode, actually. Mm -hmm. But we were talking about how Iceland ranks so high in the happiness scales all the time. Mm. You know, like the happiness index of nations. Right. And I've always thought, (laughs) is it that Iceland is so happy... Or is it that there is this sort of, like, taboo against complaining about things? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, when someone's like, how are you? You don't really say, like, oh, not so great. Or, like, yeah. oh, nah, I've had a horrible week, you know? Like, mm-hmm. no one wants to hear that here. It's just sort of, like, everything's fine. Yeah. Swallow. Push it down. <laughs> push it down. Push it down. Push it down. <laughs> yeah. And there's also the high availability of uh, antidepressants. Oh. So, you know, even if you're feeling down there. Wait, really? Yeah. I had no idea. A lot of people on antidepressants. Oh, really? So maybe that does push our numbers up a little bit in the happiness index. <laughs> maybe. But, you know, maybe maybe that's not the case, but I've, that's what I've heard. Well, you think with, like... Google the, it. <laughs> you'd think that, like, with, the, with like, the dark winters and stuff like that, that, yeah, the depression would be more of a thing here. But people don't talk about it that much, I don't think. They do a little bit. Or maybe it's only... You know what? It might only be with other Americans, now I'm thinking about it. But they do mention... I've heard Icelanders talk about it. That I mean, there's, like... be hard. I think there are campaigns now to get people to talk about their depression a little bit yeah. more. Or, like, recognize that it's a problem. Yeah. But um, I think it's not something that's like a natural, mm. a, a natural thing that people do to talk yeah. about their feeling like feelings of sadness. And not that it's like a natural thing for people to do really anywhere in the world. Yeah. Because people do sometimes hide their depression. Yeah, Or maybe they do. feel pressured to hide their depression. Yeah. But um, yeah, here I feel like the complaining is seen as like an especial hmm. weakness. Yeah. Weakness or, you know. Uh, what's the futile? Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the Borg. And sometimes those emotions get really pushed down and then there's some alcohol that enters the situation. Yeah, because that's also another hashtag. Not all Icelanders. Icelanders can drink the alcohol. They really can. Even though it's so freaking expensive here. Yet, yeah. There's a lot of drinking going on. I don't remember where I read it or who said it, but someone said that Icelanders have a sophomoric attitude towards alcohol. Mm. And at that point, I had to go look up the word sophomore <laughs> and sophomoric. Really? Did you really have to look it I up? I did. I did. I did. Okay. But I think it sort of means like... An, Wise like, fool. Yeah. Like like an like an immature... Like a developed immature attitude towards yeah. something. Somebody thinks they know everything, but they really don't know shit. Well, it just seems like because it's been off limits here for so long mm-hmm. and it's been such a like a controlled substance. Yeah. And like you don't drink during the week. You don't drink during the week. You don't drink during the week. Okay, it's the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna drink all I can. Break up a liquor cabinet, yeah. And also, I'm depressed, so let me drink some more. <laughs> and I can't complain, let me drink. Because <laughs> then I feel like people get really emotional. They do. It all comes out. It all comes out. The husband likes to talk about how, you know, people, or at least he feels this is more of an old, old school generation, like our generation and older. Like, you get drunk and then profess your love. It's like, finally, yeah. you tell so-and-so how much you like them. Do you know this thing they call Truno? Fari Truno? To go into a Truno? No. Or maybe, I, who knows? I hear these words and it goes in one ear, out the other. It's like um, when you go, it means like to go into a confessional. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, like the like on a reality television show yeah. where you're just going to like <laughs> say things with abandon. Yeah. And then no one talks about it the next day. Nobody talks That's about what I also day. found find like crazy. The door like, closes. All kinds of shit happens. The curtain falls. Yeah. The show's over. They get drunk. All this shit happens. All this shit goes down. Next day, nobody says shit. Yeah. Like it didn't even happen. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I'd be like, don't you remember when you were telling me how much you like my breast? That's happened to me. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I didn't say that, but I was just like, wow. <laughs> and you're standing awful close. <laughs> I'm going to walk away now. <laughs> yeah. And the next day, nothing. The flip side of these inhibitions mm-hmm. are inhibitions I think that maybe Americans have mm-hmm. that Icelanders don't have. And that has a lot to do with, like, bodies. Yeah. Bodily functions. Nudity. And the body. Nudity. 
the blowing of noses. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the hawking of loogies. It's not just the blowing of noses, it's like a full, deep nasal power cleaning. <laughs> totally Kleenex free, just from the nose to the world. Yeah, yeah. And also, a lot of people, I, I see a lot of kids, and a lot of folks, it's like the runny noses, it's like they don't even see it. I'm like, no, that's like a lot going on. You don't yeah. want to. Don't want to help help little uh, two year old out there. Just wipe it up. Just wipe it up just a little bit. Nope. They <laughs> just, just let that flow. Just a faucet and just going. <laughs> but also, the kids here have colds all the goddamn time. If you're yeah. always wiping your nose, it might get a little raw. Yeah. So maybe that's why. I was surprised that this this is a real tangent that I'm about to go now. Okay, here. go for it. I'm surprised that they don't have those Kleenexes here that have like a little bit of lotion in them mm. because everyone does have a cold all year long. That's true. You, yeah, you're right. You can't find that here. Well, I actually found some at Costco, but before then, I couldn't uh-huh. find them anywhere. Yeah. But um, yeah, the, the, the soft ones you get are some brand called Lambi, mm. and it's like cardboard. It's like sandpaper. Yeah. So maybe that's why they're not blowing their noses. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it's just more like. They're not inhibited about that at all. Yeah, they don't care. Like public nose picking, like things on your finger, like flicked off. In traffic, walking down the street, on the bus. Mm. And just like studying it, just like what's going on (laughs) in there. Just like a full research program into like what's happening in there. And then the showers, I mean... Oh, just like deep cleaning rituals. I'm glad that people are deep cleaning, but I don't want to see it. Yeah. I don't want to see it. But really, I mean, that's, I feel like that's our hang up. Yeah. Yeah. It's great that people clean. Yeah. It's great that people clean. This is. Good for you. It's one of the times that I'm so happy that I'm very nearsighted. Oh. <laughs> I take off my glasses, go in the shower. I don't, don't know what's going on. I don't see grandma over there getting down and dirty, cleaning all of her stuff out. <laughs> I know she's doing something, but I can't really see it clearly. Yeah. But I feel like that's the flip side of those other hand ambitions. Yeah. Yeah, they're very comfortable with their bodies. Yeah. It's a good thing. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I think probably maybe we should be more. I don't know. The thing is, like, I don't know that one of these sets of beliefs is, like, right or wrong, obviously. It's just the way we are. Uh, you know. I think Americans could stand to be a little less... Squeamish about their bodies? Yeah. And I think it would also uh, go towards a little less sexualization of everybody's bodies. That's for sure. Yeah, nudity if, is not as sexual here as it yeah, is. Yeah, because it was just a body, and it's not like, oh, boobs. Yeah. Boobs are pornographic. It's like, no, no, they're just boobs. Well, you really do see, like, what real bodies look like here. Yeah. You know, you get to, that's that's just something that you run into all the time. Mm-hmm. And people don't get quite as, like, caught up in their, in their in body images here, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, they probably do, but because, you know, the American empire is spreading. Yeah. So I'm sure there's some of that going on because they still have televisions here yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah i think it's kind of countered by by that yeah by the the fact that like you walk into the swimming pool locker mm-hmm. room and you see what like everyday body looks like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know you like the only body images you're confronted with are not just those from like television magazine yeah which is a, a good thing mm-hmm. right i think so yeah i think so too Good job. I think we just made like a like a, a very <laughs> a very wise... positive, not all Icelanders yeah. moment. Yeah. Right. Hashtag. Hashtag. Not all Icelanders. <laughs> Get it in the right so order. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good one. Which one? The uh the uh driving and the parking. Oh uh, yeah. I don't drive because I'm a New Yorker. I have a driver's license, but I don't drive. Uh. But I have noticed that Icelanders, they don't really care about, about like, parking regulations or even, like, where cars should uh, should go. They just yeah. kind of park where they can. Freestyle parking. Freestyle parking. Yes. There's a lot of, like, the butt of the car sticking out, uh-huh. like, in par- like parallel parking spots. Or way up on the curb. Or way up on the curb. Like, halfway on the curb or the ass of the car sticking out. Or, you know, just like on a sidewalk yeah. where you're really not supposed to park at all and turn the wrong way. <laughs> I think this might come from like, this has been, a, this was like a small town. Yeah. Until not like until kind of recently, actually. Yeah. And you could sort of park just like wherever you wanted Cause to. Because there's no, really nobody else driving around. So if you're going to pop into the store, 
Why not just... Park directly in front of the door. Park right in front of the store <laughs> on the sidewalk and pop in, do your shopping, stop to chat for a little while. Right. You know, doesn't yeah. really matter. Who cares Come if on. you're double, triple, quadruple parked? Yeah, whatever. Those are all people you know. Exactly. And if there's a problem, they'll come in and be like, oh, hey, so-and-so, I need to get by. And they'll be like, oh, okay, I'll move my car. Right. But now it's a little bit of a problem because there are a lot more people. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's sort of getting to a, what do you call it, like a critical mass right now. Yeah. Where I think people are finally sort of seeing that we, like there has, something has to be done, mm-hmm. especially like right in the city center. Yeah. Because there's so many rental cars, so much construction, mm-hmm. so many tourist buses, and yeah. oh my gosh, it is Edlam downtown. Watching a tourist bus or bust <laughs> bus or even like one of the big jeeps, like try to navigate when cars are like halfway into the street and there are two cars trying to pass because for some reason it's a two way street even though it's like two feet wide. Right. It's terrifying. Well, it's terrifying too because you'd think that like in those situations you'd slow the vehicle down. And yeah, a lot of people don't. But they do the opposite. They're like, I guess if they go faster, sometimes they like get through smoother. I don't, I don't know. know. Like ripping off a band-aid? That's how driving works, right? <laughs> I don't know. In a hairy situation, if you go faster, it'll be over faster, right? Yeah. <laughs> and also the husband was talking about like the car is playing chicken with the, the pedestrians trying to cross the street. Oh, it's yeah. like That's is the car cool. gonna slow down? Is it not gonna slow down? Should I cross? Should I not cross? And especially like up by the church where there's just a thousand and one people milling yeah. across the street there. Yeah. And they just kind of slow down a little bit. And so, but if you're a pedestrian, you don't start walking if the car is still moving. No. It's a car. Yeah. If it's, if they're not stopping, you're going to die. Yeah. Possibly. Well, sometimes people are already out in the street taking a picture or something like that. Mm. And the cars That's like obnoxious. race right up to them. That's obnoxious. It is really Standing obnoxious. in the middle of the street and the rushing up to them. Both things. This is like... This is not necessarily a Scandinavian country, but it's mm-hmm. like a, you know, it's in sort of that same group as the other Scandinavian, as like Scandinavian. It's a Nordic country. Yeah. And I feel like in Denmark and in Norway and Sweden, like those are countries that like value pedestrian. Mm. You think it's more life. pedestrian friendly? Absolutely. Yeah. And like yeah. look at Denmark, like look at all those bikes there. Yeah, and it just seems like, why, what, what, what happened here? Like, why isn't that here? Why didn't that culture take on here? Because it's a big car culture. It's a big car culture, yeah. Yeah. So I, Because the weather's so crappy. A lot of people just don't want to, you don't want to walk in it. So people yeah. drive everywhere, even if they don't really need to. Yeah. Well, especially like downtown, there's just no need to. Yeah, you would think. Yeah. Or you would think there would be like trains or trams or something like that? Yeah. I mean, they're buses. I, mean, I think like, I've read somewhere, though, that a population can sustain, like, mass transit of that level, like a train system, subway, whatever, uh, once the population is over 500,000, I think. Oh, this is got a ways to go, then. Exactly. Well, I mean, that's just something I read somewhere, but I don't know if that's true. I think it would help, especially when there's so many tourists. I yeah. think that would. Well, that's true because there's the local population, but then pretty much year round now, yeah, there's a steady stream of, yeah. a steady presence of of, of tourists. Here. Yeah, even in the winter, like I feel like there was not not a let up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were fewer Americans. I've noticed the increase in Americans now. Yeah, I keep hearing that American English, and I'm just like, oh my god. The direct <laughs> flight from DFW is making an impact downtown. It really is. It really is. <laughs> I hear Americans everywhere. <laughs> that that English is like wah, it's like a bullhorn. They aren't really talking that loud, but that's what it feels like. I'm like, oh, there are my people. I love hearing some of the conversations too, because it's always like, can we drink the water here? Do you think it's safe? <laughs> I was like, oh my god, you just came here from you know where the water is, like Flint, Michigan. Exactly. It's like now the water's really okay. You just came from where they're fracking and polluting the water. I'm sure you're okay here. <laughs> I feel like Americans could be super aggressive, aggressive too. Yeah, I and I don't know what the passive part is. I feel like I, I <laughs> it's just like aggressive, aggressive. Well, I think it's also just like <clears throat> in places you don't expect it mm-hmm. in Iceland. Like I feel like in um, in like uh, more official capacities, you expect people to be more efficient or to at least answer your questions. But I've, a lot of people, a lot of foreigners, have complained about going to like. Uh, some sort of official office and the people there just being like, oh, I don't know, or, you know, just wait a little while, being very vague and kind uh, yeah. of not helpful. 
And like, what's the office where you have to get your residence permit? UTL. UTL. Yeah. That one. Yeah, that's a really difficult office and, to do with. And it's just with. like, you're, this is your job, and I, aren't you supposed to be helpful? <laughs> well, it's just sort of like a very big mix of circumstances, like a bad mix of circumstances. There's, yeah. It's like not super well funded. Mm-hmm. Like, the people who use the agency are not the ones who have any sort of like power over the agency they're not they're not citizens right there's like no one like really barking down their necks to like shorten processing times or anything because right like, what are you going to do like you're a foreigner you're, you're at the you're at the mercy of the system entirely you have yeah. no control over it mm-hmm. whatsoever so i mean there's not really a whole lot that can be done about it you know yeah i mean i can't imagine what it's like dealing with the immigration system in america oh no but that's that's horrible but it's expected to be horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's because Iceland is Iceland. People expect it to be nicer. Yeah. But it's not. No. When Gisela got his citizenship last year, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was very expensive. It's expensive and it's a long-ass process. It's a, it's a long process. But I have to say that, like, there weren't really many surprises along the way. Like, mm-hmm. we knew what the process was going to be. Yeah. It was all very clearly laid out. Mm-hmm. We knew, like, about the meetings we were going to have to go to, mm-hmm. about the interviews and stuff like that. We knew what the questions that we were going to ask. Mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't any sort of surprises as I don't far know as that's concerned. I don't know if Iceland's up to speed on that. On the like streamlining, no, like, I think, people I think having information on like, what are you supposed to do? I think like the story that keeps on happening is like you show up with all the paperwork you're supposed to have, mm-hmm. like the requirements that they have on the website, and right. you come in, they're like, well, you also need this, this, and this, and you're like, well, how on earth <laughs> how would I am know I that? supposed to know that? And thank you because I just took like a four hour bus ride, yeah, to the suburbs mm-hmm. to come to your office, mm-hmm. and now here I've been waiting in line all day, and then you tell me that I don't have all the paper, you know, come on, yeah. Yeah. That's got to be incredibly frustrating. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that those days are behind me. Yeah. <laughs> They're still ahead of me. Oh. <laughs> At least for the time being. Right. Yeah. People also had some nice things to say on the on the Facebook page. Yeah, let's get to some nice things. I think that sort of picked up at the end. It did. When people felt like, oh, God, we've been really complaining a lot. But there are good things about Icelanders. Yeah. I yeah. think it just felt like a very safe space to be like, oh, let me blow off some steam. Yeah. Um. One thing that, that that people say is, uh, or that's I, I can I remember who said it, but they they were talking about how after New Year's, mm-hmm. oh yeah, <laughs> Icelanders will say Klaver yeah. Happy New Year, Happy New Year to every person that they run into, exactly, and they will check in with you. Excuse me, did I t- did I have wish I wished you a Happy New yeah. Year? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well Happy New Year then. <laughs> yeah, it could be like Americans. It's like after New Year's Day. Maybe, okay, being generous, like a week after, maybe people are saying Happy New Year. Yeah. After that, who cares? Nobody's saying anything. But in Iceland. March. If it's the first time that you're seeing that person after the New Year. March. They're saying, Happy New Year. Happy I don't New think year. I've seen you. Happy New Year. And you're like, Happy New Year? It's Happy March. New year. Like, you're looking at your calendar like, what? We're three months happen? in. We're three months in, guys. <laughs> but it's sweet. That's nice. Yeah. It's a nice thing. It's. I feel like. I feel like they really care. Yeah, maybe they do. I don't know. Or maybe it's like Americans asking, "How are you?" Like, "Hi, how are you?" Hi, how are you? <laughs> I was. With, I was with some Americans last night who live here, and one of the, this actually she was she was a Mexican woman who who's lived in America, um, and she just, she was saying that like sometimes Icelanders feel that Americans can be shallow, mm-hmm. and beca- because of those like sort of like social perfunctory conversations that we have sometimes with people mm-hmm. in businesses, right. That that indicates like a certain level of shallowness, and I don't know if that's really the case. I don't think it is. I mean, <clears throat> it is shallow in the sense that the person doesn't really care how you feel, mm-hmm. but it's about making people feel comfortable in the space, right? And it's become like a like a, a ritual, almost. yeah, yeah. It's just like a yeah social courtesy. Courtesy it, just it to, signifies that that level of courtesy. Too. Yeah, that like you are a a customer coming into my store. And, you know, I don't know you. I don't really care how you're doing, but you're here giving me business, so let me be nice to you. Right. <laughs> or if someone says, how are you, and you don't know them, they're in a store or something like that, or in a yeah. restaurant. I mean, you would, n- or I can't imagine a situation where you would actually tell them, like, things have been terrible today. <laughs> yeah, you don't. I spent all day at the tax office. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Have a seat. It's just an acknowledgement, human being to human being. Right. Just a little like, hey. I see you as I see who you are. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. 
which I, I mean, I kind of get the the annoyance with it as well. Yeah. Like when I when I've been in Iceland for a long time and I go back to America and someone's like, "How are you?" Mm. <laughs> and I just can't. I just th- I just think like, mm, let's not do that. I, I think I get I've had the opposite happen to me. Like I've because I used to be much more like, oh my god, like you know, it's so shallow, nobody really cares, blah blah blah. But dealing with customer service here, I'm like, oh wow, American yeah. customer service is like the Rolls Royce. Yeah. Royals Royce of customer service. Customer service of Iceland is like the Pinto. Yeah. (laughs) It's just very lackluster. Yeah. It's like, uh, for example, I have two examples if you want. But the one most recently, I was shopping for glasses. I went to a store, just walked in just to see, do you take walk-ins, blah, blah, blah. So I go in, there's a guy, there was no one in the front, first of all. Guy comes from the back. So I asked, do you take walk-ins for, and he's like, for, uh, yeah, 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 exactly. First of all, that he's like, for what? I was like. For fried chicken. This is a freaking glasses store. Did I misread the sign outside? Could have sworn you guys sold glasses. So do you take walk-ins for eye exams? He's like, um, well, sometimes it depends. And then he stopped talking. He was just staring at me. I was like. Well, how about today? Is someone available today to do? And he was like, oh, let me check. And he walked over to like a date book, like a paper thing. And is flipping through in it very dramatically and like looking. And he was like, yeah, maybe around. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Did he seem put out? He didn't exactly seem put out. But I was just like, dude, mm. this is like basic shit. Just like, hi, what can I do for you today? That's. Typical walking into an American store. But it's the whole thing of like intuiting what others want. It's like the same yeah. thing of like we're walking in a crowd and I need you need to like realize that I'm trying to get over there and it's gonna like bisect your path. Yeah. So let's make this as smooth as possible. Just for a moment, just move out of the way. Yeah, exactly. Whenever the same thing of like you came into my glasses shop. What could you want? What could you want? What could you want? Walk-ins? Okay. I I I exam. <laughs> You want an eye exam now? Got you. Yes. Let's see what we can do. Let's see how we can make this happen. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's like extensive customer service training in America for any, if you're yeah. any kind of service job, you are trained in how to deal with people. Yeah. Here, that does not happen. No. So people are like surprised. I'm thinking of the way you order something in Icelandic too. Like you can say, get the thing, get like, can, could I get, can I get? Mm-hmm. But it would be really strange to, to say like, I would like to have or all, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. You say, you're at fall. I'm yeah. going to have right. this, this, and this. Yeah. Sort of like a demand instead mm-hmm. of a request. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like, and I think this way too, when I deal with Icelandic businesses, like I'm very clear about what I want from them. Yeah. And it doesn't feel impolite mm-hmm. because there's always the understanding that like I'm paying mm-hmm. for what, I'm telling you that I want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like you're doing me a favor. Mm-hmm. That we don't have to be polite about this. Like, I'm going to give you money. You give me something in return. Right. And I think if I, if I like, conceptualize it like that, then I'm not as put out by people mm-hmm. who, like, don't offer good customer service. Especially because, like, there's no tipping here. Yeah. So it's sort of like, if I need something from the waitress, I'm going to go get you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you. Right. Like, you're not going to be... Like, he or she's not going to be like offended by the fact that like got up from my table to like to go get you like mm-hmm. that's what's that's what's gonna have to happen yeah but i feel like a restaurant situation is totally different than like in a shop yeah it's like no dude come on basic shit basic shit right <laughs> i've also noticed that because i live downtown which is like living in freaking Times square tons of tourists tourists always if i'm walking down a sidewalk and they see and we're like about to come like we're facing each other they will like, oh, I one of us needs to move out of the way. Yes. Icelanders, for the love, they never seem to notice that shit. And I was like, uh, there are like three people on the sidewalk. Somebody's going to need to move over. Yeah. That's how it works. Right. And they're just kind of like, oh, I've even heard like, the, Ugh. and I'm like, everyone's trying to walk down the side. <laughs> You're not the only one. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. But the tourists are always like, oh, excuse me, but, you know, I'm like, oh, look at that. A little bit of, just the little things. The little things. They make, when a lot of people live together, they're little things like that that just make it, things move smoother. so much smoother. Yeah. Even though if you, I don't give a fuck if you're being sincere. You're just acknowledging there's another human being that's just trying to go about their day and yeah. get shit done. Yeah. 
I mean, I just feel like that's like the American model of doing it. Mm-hmm. Is it better or worse? Like there's, I can yes. see. In- yes. <laughs> answer to your question, the American, the American way is better. Is better. In this case, yes, it is. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think sometimes it can be kind of fun to like, or it can just be like. Should I just start? Relief. Should I just start like shoulder checking people? Just like, ugh. <laughs> no, I mean not necessarily like sh- shoulder checking people, but. Um, I mean, I agree that like walking down the sidewalk can be frustrating, mm-hmm. um, and getting stuck behind people can be frustrating. Because I also feel like if you're an Icelander and you get stuck behind people, other Icelanders on the sidewalk, you mm. don't really say anything about it. You just, like, stay stuck, basically, until someone moves. Yeah. I mean, that happens everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it does. But, like, especially here, because I feel like the like people don't have, like, that sense the of the people who are behind them. Yeah. They don't have the sense of people who are in front of them, either. Mm-hmm. Or if they do, they're ignoring it, or they just, it just doesn't register Doesn't register. But, um... I don't know. I, it's, it's. I guess maybe it bothers me a little bit less, mm-hmm. but just because sometimes I'm okay with being uh, like a more just like direct in interaction and like mm-hmm. and like moving around. Maybe even I don't mm-hmm. know. Oh no, I move around people, no problem. Yeah. I'm just talking about like the head-on stuff. No, I mean the head-on stuff, oh, okay. like being direct and that sort of like. Oh, okay. Like getting down, like when there's two people walking towards each other, mm-hmm. getting down to like the very end of it, where like you can like walk into one another, mm-hmm. and like one of you just has to like move at the end. And sometimes yeah. it's me, and sometimes it's the other person. But yeah, I don't know. I'm... You're just so confrontational, Jonas. I mean, maybe it's something like this. I like I've tapped into a little bit that makes me makes, <laughs> makes my makes my heart beat a little bit faster. <laughs> And I also do enjoy dealing with, like, um, Icelandic businesses sometimes because it is just, like, very much an exchange. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Pleasantries, niceties are are put aside. Mm-hmm. This is what I need. Can you do this? When are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. You know, if, 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 if you're not going to be here to do it, then I'm going to find someone else to do it. Yeah. And I like that. I did have to deal a little bit customer service just getting our internet connected. And I was just like, no, this... That can be frustrating because you don't have a lot of, like, choice in that. But that, getting your internet connected in, is a hellacious experience in any country. It is. But there is, I love the facade in America of them trying to help you out. <laughs> As opposed to here, it's just like, I, I swear to God, I we finally got everything connected. And the woman asked, oh, so was it working? I was like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Now it's working. She said, okay. Hung up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I was like, what just <laughs> what happened? I don't, I, okay, I guess. Uh, and I felt like, well, damn. <laughs> no, not even a little, oh, what else can I do for you? Or thank you for using blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Nothing. Just click in my ear. Okay, click. Yeah. <laughs> I was not pleased. I was like, this is, I am not in America anymore. <laughs> yeah. There is, I remember when I lived in New York, there's like a sort of like civic pride that you take in in like getting in like a really busy subway station and like, Mm -hmm. like getting where you're going, like making your transfer quickly. Oh yeah. You gotta, you gotta pre-walk so that you're like at the right door that's in the right train so you can get off in the right staircase that's right where you need to go. But there's like a pride of like doing it like with everyone else. Mm -hmm. Like everyone's in a rush. And it's not that you're so like brotherly with everyone else. It's not like there's a camaraderie necessarily. But it's just like a, it's just like a sort of like a, like we're all one civilization. The subway system or the subway in New York City is the great equalizer. Yeah, it is an equalizer. Everybody is on the train it don't matter how much you make it don't matter you know what you look like you need to move your ass all the way into the train when yeah. those doors open yeah. <laughs> you need to make room you need to stand clear of a goddamn closing door and even like when someone gets a little <laughs> bit loud when they're talking on the subway mm-hmm. and like people sort of look like look around at each other and mm-hmm. like I don't know maybe you like catch someone's eyes and like you know sort of like roll yeah I don't know There's just or something... if it's a funny conversation and everybody laughs even though they don't really look at each other, but it's like, oh my god, did you hear what they said? Yeah. <laughs> but there's something about being part of that machine. I don't mm-hmm. know that is very uh, satisfying. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that—that's totally missing here. Yeah, you don't have that here. Not at all. I'm trying to think. Where does that happen? No, no. 
I'm like a really busy, like maybe in the showers at the pool. I was trying to think, I was thinking that, but my, yeah, I don't know, kind of. But it's also, I feel like what what you get in that kind of situation, like in the train station or in the, like navigating the subway system, is that everybody knows what everybody else is trying to do. Yeah. So everyone kind of respects that. It's like you don't uh, walk the wrong way up and down the stairs on the train. On the Exactly. You... Move to the side. Yeah. You keep it fucking moving. Yeah. And if you don't, somebody's going to tell you, keep it fucking moving. Yeah. And they will say those using those exact words. <laughs> <laughs> or as I've done before in my life, stand at the door, like trying to get in and yell, move all the way into the car. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. And it's usually, you know, some like, just stop fr- fresh from Iowa. It's like, girl, I know you're excited about being in New York, but you need to move. God damn it. I need to get on the train. It's the end of the day. I'm tired. Yeah. And you're like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like there's just an understanding of other people's, a sympathy for other people. Yeah. It's like recognizing that other people have a place where they're going. Yeah. That other people, other people are there. Yeah. It is like a little, it's like a very teeny tiny amount of compassion, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not, not much at all. No, but it is there. Yeah. What does that say? I don't know. We'll just leave that. (laughs) Well, you know what? And this is another thing. I feel like Icelanders are very compassionate and more of, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? More of like the people sense. Like there's more compassion for the people. Mm -hmm. Like like in in a sort of socialist way. Yeah, in a socialist way. Whereas. But on the individual level, maybe not so much. Yeah, not so much. I've heard that like compassion is not a virtue of the North. Mm. It's something that like is learned. It's like not a natural really. Yeah, I, think so. I remember reading that in a Peter Hogue, Hogue book. I don't hmm. know how to say his last name. He's a Danish writer, and he writes all about Greenland. And I mean, I see what he was talking about there about like, you know, like when a woman would like have her children, and she became like a pull on like the food. Mm. You know, she became just like someone who was eating but wasn't able to like supply anything else. Mm-hmm. She would like throw herself off into a canyon so that oh. she, she didn't like eat the food that the other people needed. You know what I mean? Like, wow. That was her, like, flavor of compassion. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. there's a compassion, which is vastly very, very different. And maybe yeah. that's something to do with, like, leaving, living in such extreme conditions. Yeah. That compassion is something that, like, doesn't, didn't come about mm-hmm. in the same way. Of, like, cultures that, like, have always had so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's always been so much food. There's always been so much... Um, there's always been so many resources. resources. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe. I just thought that was sort of an interesting way of talking about it. He's mm-hmm. a very, he's a fascinating writer. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't writing about Iceland when he was, when he was writing about, he was writing about Greenland, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I, I kind of see a little bit of that in Iceland sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's not a compassionate people. It's just that like it sort of enters this society in a different way. Yeah. It's different. One thing that they do take very seriously is mm-hmm. their responsibility to sign a guest book. <laughs> this was also mentioned on the Facebook page. It was. I have been, I have, you know, seen a guest book at uh, at a location, I'll just say. <laughs> and the, the host has gently said, oh, there's the guest book. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe mention, I'll come back to that later. And they'll mention again, oh, did you <laughs> sign the guest book? And they'll have a pen in hand the next time. And then like the third time, the guest book is open and shoved in my face. <laughs> did you sign the guest book? And they're, and they're like, foot is in front of you. Like, <laughs> you shall not pass. The pen is placed in my hand. <laughs> That's exactly. You shall not pass. I'm going to be thrown into the abyss with the, what's that? I think what it's called. The Kraken? No. It's not the Kraken in Lord of the Rings. No, but it's like a Kraken-like thing. No, because there isn't the Kraken in the water, and this is like a fiery demon in Lord of the Rings. Oh, my gosh. The, what, the... Dragon? No, the Gorgon. Oh, I can't remember its name. No, no, my God, it's not a Gorgon. Yeah. Any case, (laughs) sign the damn guest book. (laughs) You'll be in their bad graces forever. (laughs) It'll be whispered behind your back as you walk away. You know she never signed my guest book. She didn't book. sign a guest book. She doesn't sign guest books. <laughs> <laughs> Except with this near. She doesn't sign, sign guest, guest books. books. Mm. We don't like her. <laughs> no, I always sign the guest book. Because I don't want to die. There was something that someone else said. It's about like Icelanders just sort of like 
seeing people for who they are and like letting them be that instead of like passing sort of judgment oh yeah um i don't know you know when you read when you hear someone's take on something and it's very easy to agree with it and just sort of be like oh yeah mm-hmm. i guess that is true i don't know if i agree with it entirely or not but I, sort of, I just thought it was an interesting thing to... I think I know what the person is talking about. I feel like there is a lot of acceptance of just, like, how a person is. It's just, like, that's how that person is. Yeah. And I don't know if there's so much not judgment about it, but... But it's sort of like a live and let live sort of situation, yeah, right? Yeah. But I also feel like that can be a little, a little dangerous. Because if who that person is is not uh, good for <laughs> the community... Yeah. We should maybe like be like, hey, that's not cool. Well, also sometimes with kids, I feel like kids don't get reprimanded. That's true. Like that's just the way that kid is. Yeah, that kid's a shithead. Mm-hmm. But uh, that kid's just a shithead. Yeah, and it's like no people. That's why they're grown up assholes in the world. It's because nobody ever told that person that's being an asshole. Yeah, you know, not using those words, of course, but just like yeah. letting them know, like, oh, that's not nice, or that's did you. Or te- trying to teach them how to see it from somebody else's perspective. It's yeah. like, that per- when you do that to that person, how do you think they felt? Which kind of goes back to people not really being <laughs> aware of other people and yeah. how they might feel about how- your behavior. Yeah. Or maybe not not feeling that those consequences are so important. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it's great to let people just be who they are, but there has to be some level of recognition that that affects other people. Well, does I mean I guess there does I don't know I don't know if there does. I don't know if there needs to be or not but it's I think it's interesting that like you can sort of like just let that person be who they are mm-hmm. and don't, and not sort of assign any sort of repercussion to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a way to go about things. You know what I mean? It is. I, the, the things I'm talking more about are just like sort of like societal traits. Like if someone is pushy, mm-hmm. then that person is just pushy. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily like that they that they're a horrible person mm-hmm. or that this is not a way to behave, but that that's just how that person is. Mm-hmm. Or the person that I'm that I'm uh, um, whose comment I was thinking about, they were saying like, if someone's speeding really fast in traffic, mm-hmm. my response is slow the fuck down. Yeah. Why do you have to be such an asshole and drive mm-hmm. that way? Yeah. Whereas hashtag Natal Icelanders might say mm-hmm. that person is just in a real big hurry. Yeah, but see, I feel like that's an instance when that person needs to be told, no, that's not okay, because some people could die. I feel like it's it's just a little too... Laissez-faire about a, the whole thing? A little too. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are instances where it goes, where it's, it's like, no, now is when you should say something. Yeah. <laughs> now something needs to be said. And I don't know that that happens a lot in Iceland. But there are other ways that, like, I feel like maybe it doesn't matter so much. Like, maybe they don't need to be reprimanded so much. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe that kid is just a little different, and that's just the way they do things. Sometimes. But I feel like it's there's, it's just like a blanket, don't do anything. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I think it's just like a... That's a comment I read really late before we, we, we started recording, so I haven't had a chance to like, digest this fully, but I just, I think there's something to it. I think there's something interesting about it. Yeah, there is. I think there, uh, like everything we've been saying, I feel like there's a positive to it, Yeah. but then there's also a negative to it. Like, sometimes you gotta judge people. <laughs> yeah. Or at least let them know that it's not, what their, their behaviors are not working for the group. Yeah. It's detrimental to the group, so right. it needs to be addressed. Like wonky parking. Yeah. Like wonky parking. Why can't you say it? Wonky parking. I am ready to take it upon myself to write tickets. <laughs> the city does not even have to pay me. I will just issue the I will issue the citations freely. Yeah. That I find amazing. And I feel like that same person would be upset if something happened to their car. Yeah. I'd be like, well, you parked it half in the street. <laughs> Why are you fucking surprised? You got a ding in your fender. They'd be like, oh my God, what happened? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yes, it just... And I I don't even drive. And yet, every single time I see it, I'm like, what is wrong with people? Yeah, but you still have to live among the cars. Mm -hmm. What is wrong? Because it seems like it's... It seems illogical. That's what it is. Yes, definitely logical. Seems completely illogical. 
especially when there's when there's there's such a need for space mm-hmm. there's such a need for parking there's such a need to like organize people and i guess against the person's best interest it goes against your best interest yeah as a car owner to park wonky with your butt sticking out <laughs> just it seems like common sense yeah but there you go that's just, that's that's my americanness saying oh you need to do like this right i'm just saying it, it sometimes it works so um, you mentioned that Icelanders have like a can-do spirit. When did I, when were we talking about that? Ah, uh, you know, one one of the days, one of the many days when we were just talking, and I mentioned it to the husband, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't know if it's so much of a can-do as a have to do." Mm. <laughs> it's like Icelanders kind of have to be able to do like five different kinds of jobs. Yeah. No, the when, when I I think when I was talking about it before, it was sort of like the. We've waited to the last second to do to do this. We really need to finish this for tomorrow. We can do it. Right? We can do it. We can totally do this. So you mean like an overly optimistic yes. type of, you know, like dog-like optimism. Right. Like I feel like dogs are like like unbelievably optimistic about everything. Like if we just keep on saying like, we can do it, we can do it, we can do it loud enough that we don't have to talk about like the problems that caused us, like that got us into the situation <laughs> in the first place. The not thinking ahead. If we just have like positive thinking. Yeah. Yeah, like not planning ahead. Not planning ahead. Not thinking logically. Right. And just being like, oh no, we can do it. Not not considering how this might impact others. Not considering <laughs> how it might impact others. And not just, not like learning from the things we did before the mistakes we made last week. Mm, <laughs> it all comes full circle. <laughs> and here we are. Oh no, we can do it. The jack of all tracing is kind of interesting though. And we talked about this on the, in the first episode as well, but this struck me almost immediately when I came to Iceland, and mm-hmm. that's this whole sort of like freshman orientation feeling in the country when you mm-hmm. get here. Like when I got here, everyone's sort of like rooting for you to come join their club. You know what I mean? Like you want to okay. come work for a newspaper? I'll come work for a newspaper. Let's do that. Want to make it? You, you want to come work on a film? Let's go work on a film. Let's do that. Oh, okay. You want to make an album? Let's drop an album. Yeah. Want to write a novel? Let's write a novel. Publish it. I don't, <laughs> give, I don't give a shit. I don't even need to read it over. Just send it in. Yeah. You know from some mean? of our, our Icelandic authors, yeah, clearly it's not been read over. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the flip side of this: is that it's a very short distance from the bottom to the top, and there's not like a large critical voice here. So, yeah, there's like lots of shit that gets made. But, like, mm-hmm. along with all the shit... There's good stuff. There's good stuff because it's mm-hmm. very empowering to live here. Yeah. And you can do whatever you want to. Mm-hmm. And you can be a poet if you just, like, decide to be a poet. If you, you know? write some poetry. I mean, I guess it's the same as true in America, kind of. But, like, I don't know if someone would, like, call themselves a poet unless they've, like, been... Unless they were, like, and... a poet laureate, basically. Right. I feel like a lot of... Yeah. If they've been published somewhere, then they might say it. Right. Might. Or, or if they're on staff someplace. You know, like, if there's mm-hmm. if there's something to, like, give them credibility. Yeah. I feel like the whole notion of credibility is sort of, like, lost when you only have 350000 Yeah. Because, like, if you're doing it, well, there you go. Yeah. You you wrote a poem. Then ipso facto. <laughs> poet. You're a poet. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like I said, you know, can be a good feeling, you know? Yeah, definitely. But it can also lead to, like, a, to being very self-congratulatory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, when someone does something mediocre... And it's just not, like, why be critical? Mm-hmm. Like, why bother being critical? Yeah. It's sort of that same, like, live and let live spirit. Like, I'm not here to point out, like, the bad parts of it. Or that same thing, like, it's like, yeah, he he made he wrote a book. It's yeah. about this. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's great. Sure, it's great. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. Like, you're going to have a book launch party? Great, I'll come to your party. Yeah, I'll come. Free drinks? Fantastic. <laughs> I'm talking about my feelings. <laughs> I'll get drunk and we'll talk about my feelings. I'll tell you how much I secretly love you. <laughs> or hate you. Because <laughs> I also don't say that either if they hate somebody. Yeah. No, that's what this whole the whole thing is just like not passing too much judgment about it. So much unspoken though. I feel yeah. like there's so much unspokenness. Is it unspoken or like is it unfelt too? I think it is just unspoken maybe. on some level. Or maybe like unrealized? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where the breakdown is. I, f- I don't know. But it, it never comes to the surface. It, unless there's alcohol involved. All right. And then it's never spoken of. Again. Again. Because it didn't happen, right? Yeah. Crazy. I, I, I think, now that I'm thinking about it, I think there's a lot just unspoken. Because again, small society. If you say it, it doesn't really change anything. 
yeah, like what's the point in doing it? Like if this person has like wronged you and you're like want to punch him in the face and you do or whatever when you get drunk, you still got to sit next to them in church on Sunday and go to their grocery store because they're the person that owns the grocery store. So, you know. Yeah, but there's something cathartic about, I mean, personally, there's something cathartic about you know saying so much to someone. Yeah. But then. Finding, like how you feel. Yeah. Because you got to carry that shit around with you. Yeah. But then you still got to see them every day. Uh-huh. And they're still going to be whoever they are that whatever it was that they did. So I can see how I'd be like, well, why fucking say anything? Mm. <laughs> oh, it's so complex. <laughs> Hashtag complex. <laughs> Not all Icelanders. Yeah. But that's humanity, isn't it? But that's humanity, isn't it? Let's just make it global now. The camera pulls back. <laughs> From the tiny little North Atlantic world. island to all of humanity. Yeah. Orchestra music swells. Oh. Curtain drops. Credits roll. This is then the Raisin at the Hot Dogs Inn. Oh, yes. This has been the Raisin at the Hot Dogs Inn. I'm Jonas. I'm Lydia. We maybe should have said that at the beginning. People know. That's true. They know by now. Or if they don't know, they don't care. Now you know. If you don't know, now you know. I really enjoyed talking Icelanders with you. I feel like we have done some really great work here. Mm -hmm. We've made Mm -hmm. some important points. I think we have. We have had some breakthroughs. <laughs> some breakthroughs. Do you think we've revolutionized the sociological and anthropological study of Iceland? Oh, I think we fixed it entirely is what's happened. Yeah. It was broken. Mm-hmm. And now, after the show, it's whole again. Yeah. Someone just needs to, you know, type up everything the, the that we said. We'll and publish they, them. And present it at a conference, and we're good to go. We'll get this parking situation under control. hmm And, yeah, we're good to go. hmm Well done. Well done. Congratulations. Congratulations to you, Very too. Very well done. Till humming you. Till humming you. Oh. You are uh, a triumph mm. among women. As as are you, Jonas. Thank among you. I like men. to consider myself a triumph among women. <laughs> On a daily basis. <laughs> Look at you. Look at jokes. you. Look what you, what you did there. Oh, so cute. It's adorable. It's adorable. Um, so, with that, mm-hmm. we'll say... Bless, bless y'all. Bless, bless y'all. See you next time. Bye. Bye.